Welcome to It's a Good Life, where it's all about helping entrepreneurs think, feel, and do better. Before we begin, I want to tell you about It's a Good Life Plus, our new ad-free subscription on Apple Podcasts. All you've got to do is open the Apple Podcast app and click on It's a Good Life. You'll see a banner under the logo that removes ads and unlocks early access to episodes. It's just five bucks a month, and there's even a free trial. Either way, continue listening to It's a Good Life and sharing the show with others. And here's our man, Brian Buffini. Well, the top of the morning to you. It is great to be with you, and you are in for a treat today. Today, I'm going to take you behind the scenes of the most successful coaching program and business in the world. And we're going to share with you what we call our secret sauce. About 26 years ago, I came across an assessment, a profile that revealed people's natural gifts and abilities. And it kind of rocked my world. First of all, that I became aware of my attributes and my gifts that I've been given, then learned how to leverage them and use them better. And then third, learned how to manage them, when to use them, when not to use them, clutch, brake, gas pedal, the whole thing. It's been the secret sauce in our coaching program. Just to give you context, and I'm, I'm giving you this foolish boasting, the Apostle Paul used to call it, so you can understand the context. You know, our competitors would be people you would know, whether Tony Robbins or other people like that, who are in the coaching business. Our coaching typically is somewhere between seven to nine times the retention rate of these competitors. And one of the reasons for it is that we coach people the way they are designed and the way they're made. So we help people become better versions of themselves, which then produces more productivity, more quality of life, the whole thing. And so we've had this proprietary profile in place for 26 years. And a couple of years ago, we put a few million dollars into it to bring it to new life and new heights, as well as after examining the over 75,000, almost 100,000 profiles that we've done in coaching people. And uh, along that journey, there has been a woman who has been a stalwart in Buffini Company the whole time. Her name is Rachel Yeaman. And Rachel has a background in the whole profiling dynamic she'll talk about today. She was a business coach at Buffini Company for a long time. And then also graduated to basically being the coach of our executive team. So our leadership at Buffini Company, when we're looking for answers, when we're looking for communication help, when we're looking for productivity health, when we're looking for help in the area of personal growth and development, Rachel's our go-to person. And so you're going to get to hear, this is going to be the first of a number of times I'm going to have Rachel on this show, as she's going to help you discover your real strengths. And that when a person plays to their strengths, it changes everything. So Rachel, I've given you the big old send up here. Welcome to It's a Good Life. Thank you. I think after people listen to you today, they're going to go, why did it take the clown this long to get her on the show? So we are, we are happy to have you. She's a longtime San Diegan who now lives in Texas cheering on her cowboys. So, Well, I'm grateful to be here. Thank you so much. Good time. Give them a little background, okay? I've kind of shared a, a flyover there, but talk a little bit about your background, where you came from, and how you ended up at Buffco and what you've been doing here. Yeah. So originally I am from Sonoma County. I am the firstborn in my family. So I spent a lot of time with adults in my formative years and really was just able to observe firsthand 
all the dynamics that can exist in relational systems, what feelings people have, their thought processes, how they show up when they're operating in their strengths, and then how we can all show up when we're operating in our more reactive natures. Uh, you know, as I got older, I knew I wanted to keep learning about people. And so naturally, I studied psychology and organizational psychology in undergrad. And at that point, I just knew I needed to be part of an organization that really worked to empower people to walk in what makes them uniquely great. And obviously, through what I think is divine intervention, I found Buffini and Company. Uh, you know, I later went on to get my master's in clinical psychology. And now, years later, I have had the privilege to sit with individuals, partnerships, teams for over 20,000 hours, really being able to learn how emotions shape the way that we think, the way that we behave, and how leading with our strengths will positively influence all three of those things. And then you took that into the coaching world. Yeah. So you, you really rolled up your sleeves and helped people, right, impact and improve the lives of people, impact their businesses, impact their life. But you always had a passion, not just for our systems on how to grow a business, but also the systems of a person's profile. How did you use the profile when you were coaching people? I mean, to me, it's, it's in everything. When you know who a person is, when you know truly who they were born to be, and then apply that to their business goals and what's most important to them in their life. And truly what they tell us as coaches is their purpose and their values and their meaning in this world. Everything is possible. It, it changes the way that you talk and speak to every individual that, that we come across in coaching because it makes it specifically about them and, and their unique footprint in this world. What would you say have been the biggest aha experience you've had? So many coaching experiences and so many interactions with clients over the years, thousands of them. What would you say has been the biggest aha people have had about their profiles? As you, we're gonna, this is an introductory uh, interview today, and we're going to go deeper with this. We've got gifts for people. We're going to let people get an assessment and all that stuff here. But what, what would you say are the big ahas that people have with their profiles? Um, man, that's a big question. I think the, the biggest thing that jumps out at me immediately is belief that who they are is exactly who they're designed to be. I, th I think that there are times where this world or, or different professions that we choose try to tell us that we should be a certain person or that we need to do this or we can't do this or, you know, kind of put all these limitations and restrictions and, and really make us feel like who we are is not enough. And that is the magic, I think, of, of what real strengths allows is for people to know that who they are is more than enough to make, again, their unique impact in this world. People are their own best asset, period. End of story. But you need to know what your natural gifts are. You need to know what the strengths are that you possess to be able to actually unlock that, do the work, and allow your strengths to really thrive in this world. And one of the things about this, people go, oh, well, okay, I agree with every part of that. Then what's the big revelation? I, I think the big dynamic of step one is, you know, and again, I talk about it, understand what your real strengths are. Number two, learn how to maximize them. And then three, learn how to manage them. The first thing is, it is a revelation when you find out what your strengths are, because they're so natural to you, right? They're like breathing. Yes. You know you have a gift when something comes really naturally and easily to you, 
and you see somebody struggling and you'll almost go, what is wrong with them? How, why is that difficult? Like, it's not that hard. That's actually, it's a negative approach to it, but that's really a statement of gift, isn't it? It's like, that's somebody's natural gifts and it's something that comes so natural to them that they don't understand why somebody else doesn't have it. I think the second thing, and you talked about job, yes. family environment is very significant when it comes to the profile because a lot of times we're told what not to be of ourselves. Why can't you be more like your sister? Is like saying, why can't the left hand be like the right? And I have six kids. And being aware of this profile has been transformational from my parenting and my wife's parenting. We are very blessed to have a very, very together as you know, fabulous group of kids. You've witnessed them, you know, for the past 20 years, you've seen my kids grow up. One of the things that's really helped me is this profile. And you go, oh my God, you profiled your kids. Daggone right I do. So when I have a kid who's, we'll talk about these attributes, he's a global and he sees the distance. And, and so no wonder he doesn't know what to do tomorrow. That helps me. Or that my attribute, I'm a refiner. I like to improve things, improve things, improve things. And that, oh my gosh, Instead of just hanging with my kids in the backyard, I'm trying to improve them. And what unintentionally, I'm, I'm telling them, you're not enough. You're not lovable until you do better. So one thing, like I say, is to learn the attributes and the gifts. And the other thing then is to withhold them as well and learn, you know, sometimes you've got to put the brakes on. And like I say, that family environment, many times people have come to believe that not only are they not enough, but their gifts are actually detrimental. And maybe you could speak to that a little bit. Yeah, I'm. you know, oh man, I love what you're saying so much because it's powerful. You know, the more that we're able to connect with our own unique gifts and, and really find like security in who we are created to be and who we're not, the, when we're grounded in that confidence, we're able to see what makes others uniquely great in their own way. We're not trying to push our own greatness or our own insecurities or our own deficits on other people to, to try to kind of hyper control the environment or, you know, to set our kids up for success, which is usually a parent's, you know, biggest desires. We just want them to thrive and we want them to succeed. But, but we've, when we're connected to our strengths, we're able to, to unlock that there are no one, there's not just one right way of, of, our kids' success being able to thrive. And so the more we're able to connect with our own unique gifts, be secure in who we are and be secure in who we are not, the more we're able to see the benefits and the values of who our kids are and be completely fine with who they're not and just keep encouraging the best of them to thrive. Well, you know, and I was blessed with the parents I got. Like my dad, like I am an alien to my dad, you know? I am just so different. And, and I remember the first time I had my dad's profile done and then I did mine and I went, oh, well, this makes a lot of sense. And there's no doubt there were times he gave me advice that was from his, he was like, you know, you're going to go do what? You're going to go invent this. You're going to go create this business. You're going to go speaking on the road. You're going to go, you know, and, he, and again, environment and where he came from and so forth. But my dad had the good sense to know, okay, he's different than me. I don't fully get it but I'm going to cheer him on. And that was the gift my dad gave me. My mom, her gifts were aligned to my gifts. And she was, I would say, environmentally and culturally from the time she was born. I mean, she's born in 1931, a different era of life and of women and of 
Irish society and know your place and all that stuff. And I think she always felt like she was bottled up. So for me, I have a number of attributes in common with my mom and I was going and living out her dream. And my old man had the good sense to know, I think he might be nuts, but I'm going to cheer him on and let him do it. So I was given that gift. I don't think everybody got that gift growing up. And a lot of these dynamics change and a lot of these things, there's a lot of wounding around this stuff. There's a lot of hurt around this stuff. There's a lot of poor communication that comes from this stuff. And a lot of negative self-image comes from it. And so, you know, just as I think about it, like what kind of impact have you seen when people learn their profile, their attributes and their gifts? Yeah, I mean, to, to me, it's, it's at the heart of everything. You know, once we're aware of our unique strengths, we, like I was saying, we become confident in who we are innately designed to be. And there's just so much freedom in that. We can be secure in who we are, let go of trying to be somebody else or who we think we should be. And and what that does is it allows us to bring transformational value to our lives. Like once we're aware of our own strengths and really connect to who we are, we're able to bring our whole self to life as opposed to some diluted or fractured version that that really doesn't serve anybody at all. And and so this is what truly allows us to live that life of greater meaning and purpose. This is to me the five circles that that you teach on. It allows all of that to thrive. So there's a lot of profiles out there. Yes. I mean, I took the discs and you know, they're, they're just throw a few letters out there and you'll hit them all probably. Yeah, right. There's a lot of profiles out there and so on. So there's a lot of value in these things as well. Uh, I've learned something about myself in each one. Maybe you could share with the folks, because this is our secret sauce. I mean, this is kind of its coming out party. We've always kind of kept it in-house as a proprietary asset because we had to kind of develop the technology to be able to let people, you know, we're going to have people at the end of this interview today have a chance to get a free assessment. And that was something that's taken years to generate. You've been in the midst of all that so that we could have something that was as accurate and as powerful as what we've been using for 27 years. But you can talk about it. What sets real strengths apart from all these other things that are out there? Yeah, you know, most of these strength-based assessments that are out there, it kind of just starts and stops at awareness. It puts a label on who you are. It gives you a page to be able to reference. But there isn't anyone that tells you how to actually use what makes you great to, to put that into action to make all facets of life more productive and more fulfilling. Our entire business model here is about managing and mastering those unique strengths. We're able to personalize our coaching experiences and design content that's tailored specifically to put each individual's strengths into action towards their business goals and, and any objectives that they have. If we don't know our strengths and connect to them and consistently put them into action, there's a ceiling on everything that's possible. So it completely limits the growth of our business and basically every aspect of our life when we don't know what makes us great. That's interesting. I, I don't want to mention her name on the broadcast, but I can picture her face in Pennsylvania. She was in the business 20 years and had hit this ceiling. And she would hit this production ceiling every year. It was the same. And if she worked hard, she hit the ceiling. And if she kind of goofed off, she hit the same ceiling. And I'll never forget it. She first got exposed to the profile and a really deeper understanding of who she was. And she just went bananas. 
And, you know, so many people that, you know, today there's all these books on 10X and 10X this and 10X that. And it just all, a lot of it's hyperbole. But in two years, she 10X'd her business. Being in the same industry for 20 years with the same production, same performance. And now she was operating and she was producing at 10 times the level because she was just completely using the gifts that God had given her. And the coach was championing her. And, oh, no, you're good at this. Forget that. You know, we're going to get help for that other stuff. You're great at this. Do more of this. Really? I get to do more of this? It's like eat dessert every day? Yeah, that's in the business world. This is your gift. And it turns out that that gift is highly compensated. And we're going to get you some help and support to figure out the rest. And so I just got a letter from her this morning. So she was top of mind. And I was just kicking myself and thinking, you know, it's a beautiful thing. And that's, that really is the essence of the profile is when someone becomes aware of their gifts and then, okay, how do you manage it? How to use it? I think the other thing that's important is the history of where this profile comes from. It was built on a dynamic of 55 different attributes and the way a person's wired and, and then all kind of cobbled together. And again, we've done 100,000 of them and no two have ever been alike. Yes. Which is right. It's kind of right. It's impossible. Every, all these other things are done on a curve. So you're 80% of this or you're high on this or low on this. It's like a person's fingerprints. There's no two sets of fingerprints alike. And so it would make sense there wouldn't be an internal set of fingerprints alike, which is a special thing. So there are two ways to do this right. Why don't you kind of explain that a little bit? Yes. So, you know, we have two different ways. Our first is our real strengths profile, which is conducted by a certified in-house profiler. This is hands down the most comprehensive and unique strengths-based tool on the market. Uh, as you've said, Brian, we have conducted tens and tens of thousands in 25 years. No two have ever been the same. That is impossible for my brain to even reconcile. I, I need somebody else to do the math on, on that. But, you know, because it's so comprehensive, there's a limit to the number of profiles that we're able to conduct every single year. And yet our mission is to ignite this real strengths movement, the strengths-based movement that lets people know that who they are is exactly who they're designed to be. So we created an online self-inventory, the real strengths assessment, to allow more individuals to get started on the journey with us and unlock a smaller number of strengths. Um, and that is live now at realstrengths.com. I'm sure we'll get into that, that later. But yes, that's live for anyone to be able to take. Well, and I know that's been a passion of yours inside Buffini Company for years. And how can we give this gift? We were like, okay, like don't ever have Thanksgiving dinner without knowing your family's profile, right? Truly. I mean, it's so don't. good. And, and again, we're going to talk a little bit about it in the area of communication, right? So your communication style, what we call your serving style and what we call your selling style. Those three attributes. Now, obviously the full profile is much more in-depth and comprehensive than that and as it needs to be. But just understanding how you communicate, how another person receives your communication, what their modus operandi is, how you go about communicating, motivating, how you go about serving and going through your day. Those three gifts to be able to give people an assessment. And again, if you're listening to this, you haven't been through our coaching program, go to realstrengths.com, realstrengths.com. And we'll have a link on the Buffini Company website. We'll have a link on the It's a Good Life website. So we'll be linking all over the place here. And you're really the first group to hear this. And you can go in there and get a free assessment, no strings attached. What we're convinced of is 
you're going to want more of this. It's so cool. It's so good. And you're going to want more. And so go try it out and see for yourself. And then have, have your loved ones try it out and see what their communication style is. Because that's really where the magic is, right? That's, I've had people for 25 years tell me this is the cheapest marriage counseling they've ever had in their life because they went, oh, my spouse is not on a mission to tick me off. It's just how they naturally are designed to communicate. Because we internalize these things emotionally. And we expect somebody, because we think, how can they do this? How could they say that? When the fact is, it's a lot more of just being aware. I mean, maybe we can dive in there a little bit. I know we're going to talk about it in future conversations, but we have this whole dynamic of pragmatic and aesthetic. And I'm an extremely pragmatic person, and my wife is extremely aesthetic on both sides. We're both kind of extreme. Like, I am Mr. Pragmatic, and she's Miss Aesthetic. And I remember when I first got my profile done 25 years ago, the person taking my profile goes, oh, you guys are in for a lot of trouble. Well, we haven't had a lot of trouble. Now, we've had to do a work. Yes. But maybe you could just explain that to folks a little bit. And just, I know we're kind of getting down into the sauce a little bit, but I think it'll whet their appetite. You know, it's so fascinating. I mean, I'm aesthetic. My husband's pragmatic. Statistically, those are the people that end up partnering up and marrying. It's it's somebody that's opposites attract. Yeah, opposites attract, and and then they attack, right? Um, and and really, what it is is when we're unaware that other people might view the world and have different strengths than we are. We make so many assumptions and and create. You know, our minds as humans want to really understand what's happening. And so we create a lot of stories. Like we create solutions to things in our head based on one little grain of sand of truth and think it's the whole and complete truth. And so when we come from opposite perspectives, I'm aesthetic, my husband's pragmatic, similar in your marriage. And explain that. Explain that to the folks listening. Tell What is a pragmatic? What is an aesthetic? Just give them the Reader's Digest version. Yes, you got it. Okay, so someone who's pragmatic focuses on the content of what is being said. It is pretty cut and dry. What they say is what they're thinking, what they're feeling, if they're even aware of what they're feeling, and how they're showing up. It You see, what you get is what you see. Aesthetic people are focused on the way that it's being said, the nuance, the tone of voice, what isn't being said, all the other things that are kind of playing on in the background. And then those two people are are supposed to be able to communicate effectively when they're coming from complete opposite ends of the communication spectrum. And so most often it's just a miss in communication versus like the true conflict. But when we're not aware of that, and and we'll probably get into it, but man, the damage that that can cause to relationships. You know, when you are not aware that you're having these near misses in communication and, and you start putting what you think the other person is intending or what they're meaning by their communication and their speech, whew, it can be destructive. For sure. And it's it's everything, right? It's it's interacting everything. with your spouse, your loved ones, your kids, and then on the job and on an appointment in business. And so, again, I always like to say that the pragmatic, it's the content first, and then they can hear the context. The aesthetic hears the context first, and then they can hear the content. And for my wife, to give you guys an example, I can say, good morning. And I can see like a shadow goes across her face. And I go, are you okay? She goes, are, are you upset? What? I'm not upset. Well, just the way you said good morning. Now, 
unscaled Brian 32 years ago when I first met her. I just said good morning, right? Let me, let me say it again, right? But she was picking up something. And sometimes it's something I wasn't putting down. Sometimes it was something I was putting down and was unaware of it. And so that's the dynamic. And, and again, you need it all. You need it all. Throughout our life, she has been able to assess situations and circumstances that sometimes I missed. You know, hey, one of our kids is feeling this. Really? And so, okay, well, let's go talk. So I was solving my kid's problem, but not taking care of their issue. You follow? I, okay, we just solved that problem, but underneath it, there was a heart issue. And then on the other side, you know, I've helped my bride along that journey as well to understand, okay, no, that's what that person is thinking. That's what they communicate. And that's really, that's just a bottom line thing. And, and you know, don't read anything into that. And again, you go through that. And again, I know this is real surfacey view of this, because at the end of the day, if half the marriage counselors in America had access to this stuff, if people who were dealing with business just understood, and I'll give you an example. I am a hyper-pragmatic person, yet I've done over a billion dollars in sales from stage. That's a good number, right? 62, 63% of the people I've brought in as clients to our company are aesthetic. So I'm a hyper-pragmatic person who's able to reach people who communicate differently than I do. Because like you said, you can learn how to master these things. And to me, you know what people don't understand, like we have these real strengths assessments throughout our company. People always say we have this fabulous company and best place to work in San Diego, seven years in a row, all these kinds of things. And you've been there almost 20 years. We have every single person in our company's profile on display in their offices. So when I come into a meeting and I happen to see somebody and, oh, okay, they're kind of thorough, they're kind of detail-oriented, they're kind of aesthetic, then I will slow down because I'm a rapid, move, fast, move, fast-paced, pragmatic, give me the bottom line. And I go, okay, this is going to take a while, but I'm just going to sit through it. I'm going to be respectful. And then what I'll try to do is kind of nudge them along so it moves it. You know, if I can go from snail to tortoise. Now, on the other side, Sometimes people are coming in to see me and they say, okay, he's this, he's this, he's this. I'm going to give that to him and it's not in their nature. Now you're communicating with people in a way that they need to be communicated with. And that's the height of service. That's the height of grace. And that's also how you get along, right? You get along. I'm able to speak your language. You're able to speak mine. And so that's an example of the types of things you find with the Real Strengths Assessment. So realstrengths.com, go find out. Maybe you'll be you and your spouse, you and your partner. You can find out if you're coming uh, from the same place or the opposite place. What would you say in a nutshell are the benefits to play into your strengths? Oh man, you know, there's quite honestly, there's so many, but you know, the first is just discovering who you truly are. You know, there was a recent Gallup study that uh, showed when we're leading with our strengths, it increases productivity, profitability, and overall engagement. You were touching on this earlier. You know, it also decreases burnout, which, you know, lowers relational conflict, positively affects our mental, emotional, physical health. I mean, it's everything. You know, we we conduct about 10,000 coaching sessions a year, and every single one of those is constructed around the individual strengths. And it shows, I mean, our clients make 10 times more money than the average in their industry, and they take more time off to truly live their best life. And so 
discovering who you truly are, I think another benefit is it leverages the fullness of you. You can actually step in to your full potential, acknowledge what's right about you, and contribute to the world around you in a meaningful way. Like this is us using the best versions of who we're created to be um, and really celebrate that authenticity. We are our own unique selling proposition, but we need to be able to unlock it to allow that to truly thrive. You know, I would use a sports analogy. It's it's like helping a player discover their right position. Oh, you know? Yes. It was interesting for me growing up playing soccer and ended up winning a national championship. But for years, they had me on the left side and I was a right-footed player. Now I could play left. And because I was serviceable in that position, you know, that was where they had me. When I eventually was put back in the center of defense, a sweeper position, that's when I took off. And I had just been playing out of position. I'd been a good soldier. I'd been a good teammate. I tried my hardest. I was just out of position. And I just think, you know, we've had this as this proprietary piece. And you know me, I'm the giver's giver. But I really felt like we had only ever created the profile for internal purposes only. And having an opportunity with you and the team and there's been a whole bunch of people behind the scenes to finally bring this out to the marketplace to help people find their right position and to find that freedom in their communication, in their work, in their relationships. And this is just the beginning. And if you think I'm having a good time today, you'd be right that you'll be hearing a lot more from Rachel and uh, we're going to help you with this process. So we want you to go and get your free Real Strengths assessment. You can go to realstrengths.com. You can also go to itsagoodlife.com. If you're down the path on business, you want to find out if this works for you on the business side, uh, you could go and get a free business consultation. And that's there on itsagoodlife.com as well. So it's all there for you. And you have a great opportunity. You know, Rachel, it's your first time on. I won't do this ever again, but I'm going to ask you the questions I ask all our guests and uh, maybe give people a little insight to you and who you are. You've heard me do this on podcasts for years. Probably never thought you were going to be on here yourself. I was told that this was not going to happen, actually. No, that's so receipt. here we go. You're getting real raw footage. There it is. Hey, this is why they call me the boss. And so, <laughs> yeah. Yep. So what's the best piece of advice you've ever received? Oh, to, to be exactly who we were created to be, that, that God does not make any mistakes. And so it has been something that has just been a guidepost for my entire life is to truly... Where did you get that? Was it a one person? Was it a series of people gave you that? Oh, yeah, I had the privilege of living abroad in Florence, Italy when I was 19 years old. And the director of the program, the very first night we got there said to all of us, this is the city that birthed the Renaissance. This is where the painters, the poets, the architect were free to be who they were naturally designed to be. Y'all are 19 years old. If you don't know who God made you to be, you've got a year to start that journey and figure it out. And here you are all these years later helping people figure that out. Isn't that it's, wild? That your gift is unlocking other people's gifts. It's a blessing. Pretty cool deal yeah. there, Renaissance. Yes, and, it is. And I know the profile has caused a renaissance in a lot of people's businesses and lives. Which one talent or gift do you wish you possessed that you don't? Oh, man, probably singing. Uh, but I, I'm just, I love music. I love to dance. I love to sing. And my poor family probably wishes I was a better singer <laughs> than I really am. Okay, make a joyful noise. What book has been most instrumental in your life? Well, I I think we have to, you know, just shelve the Bible because that's certainly the truthful answer. Um, Recently, 
dare to lead was probably something just embracing vulnerability, being courageous in who we were designed to be, um, and being willing to have hard conversations with individuals is, is something that has been really inspirational to me over the last few years. Uh, if there's a movie you watch over and over again, what would it be? Oh, this is so bizarre. I don't watch a lot of movies over and over again. My husband is notorious for loving movies, but I would say I, I love Goodwill Hunting. I love Sliding Doors. I love Clueless. I mean, just all across. They're all the, the same, girl. They're all the same. Your trip to Florence, it's all the same. You're basically born to do this stuff. Yep, so that's exactly it. Yeah. All right. Last thing, Rachel Yeaman, what does a good life mean to you? Really, truly being able to live out the gifts that exist inside of us, hands down. I mean, encouraging other people that who they are is who they're designed to be, being able to have the opportunity to embrace the strengths that exist in me and and do that professionally. Like this is living the good life. That's good stuff. You know, long before I had my profile done, before we even discovered it, I built the mission statement for Buffini Company almost 28 years ago. And I said to impact and improve the lives of people. And it wasn't until years later that I saw that those statements, and you're sitting there laughing because those statements come out of two very important aspects of my profile. The showman attribute is the impactor and the refiner is the improver. And I didn't know that. So I was already like all of us. I was already acting out this passion for what was already on my heart. But when I was armed with the profile and realized, hang on a second here. Now I've been actually hardwired for this. And now I could really go. And then that hardwiring needs to have soft edges in how you manage it. To me, this has added enormous aspects to my own good life. I have two kids right now. They're in serious dating relationships. And we've, this sounds weird to people. I've just had their real strengths done. And over the Thanksgiving holiday, over Christmas holiday, I sat down with both couples and they asked me to, by the way. And I went over their strengths and their communication. This stuff is magic. I am so excited that we're bringing it to the public. It's not just our proprietary coaching sauce. I'm so excited. You can go to realstrengths.com and get a free assessment. And I'm so excited you're going to be hearing a lot more from Rachel Yeaman. She has so much more to share. You can see her at our master classes live this year. She'll be sharing there. But also she's going to be sharing a lot more on our podcast, as well as we're going to set up some opportunities later in the year for your questions to be asked. And we're going to answer some live questions, uh, Rachel, about people, how they work and how they're wired. And you can give them the goods based on their profile and how to be the best version of themselves. So thank you today for your first ever visit to the It's a Good Life podcast. Thank you. You're a treasure. And uh, I hope this has been beneficial. I hope this is a blessing to a lot of people. I hope you get your assessment. And uh, I hope you learn how to manage and grow yourself based on how you're naturally wired to do so. Someone who's naturally wired, her name is Therese Buffini, and she's been my champion of my real strengths for 55 years. And uh, she's going to give us all a little Irish blessing as we finish out our broadcast today. May the road rise up to meet you, and may the wind always be at your back. May the rain fall soft upon your fields, and the sun shine warm upon your face. And until we meet again, may God hold you in the hollow of his hand. See you next time. Oh, 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 oh,